Faded pictures in a broken glass. <laughs> I don't even know that song. You're not supposed to know it because you you're not down like that. <laughs> I'm a combo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> you're not a combo. You're my brother. I would never say you're a combo. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I'm not I down with it. that. Just like I'm not it, down with a uh, hypocritic oath, right? <laughs> <laughs> Give me, give me something that you give me a big medical term. Give me a big, big, big medical term that I'm not down with. <laughs> that I have that I have no knowledge about. You have no business in. Word up, baby. And you be using them big, big words. Big words. I'm okay, but I accept being a cornball though. Nah, you're not a cornball. Baby. Yo, B. We'll see who's the cornballs when uh the king. I mean, it's based it's based on the perspective is coming from. That's what I say. But when the, the kingdom of Jesus Christ comes in, we'll see who's That's a different from. perspective. But in the world, yeah. In the world, you're still not a cornball, dude. No, I mean, cornballs don't think other cornballs are actual cornballs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you lost me. That's I think he's trying, to, he's trying to attack me. I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> He's been so on he you. He's been on So your mic is saying you're get... not a cornball. Yo, if that's because... Other cornballs. If me being associated with Ralph, I'll be a cornball with my brother. Me and you, we cornballs. I'll take it all day. What up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome to the No Pop Podcast. Chapter 15 said what? I got to bear my brother's brother. You got to bear your brother's brother. (laughs) So if me being a cornball makes me associated with Ralph, I'm going to call me a cornball all day. Ange's been going at Mike's neck for the past two weeks. Ange, what's up? Listen, you know he has to deflect. <laughs> I mean, what it is, Mike, Mike been island hopping, traveling. Yeah, oh, be yo. How was, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This guy just went to an island. Don't worry about it. We got me. two we islands. We got time to listen. Wait, hold on, hold on. We got, we got, we got time today. We got time today. This guy was doing a limbo. Listen, I never did a limbo. Listen, in my life. Welcome to the North Park Podcast. Yo, Ange, how was St. Martin's, Feeling man? hot, hot, hot. <laughs> <laughs> what you do on a night like this? Yeah, see that guy right here. so sweet, yeah, I can't yeah, resist. That's why I should have started the... We the, need uh, a party uh, sound. You see? I'm, yo, we did Straight. that in the fifth grade, bro. We you did see? like a play with that. Right. I don't remember that <laughs> play. Fundamental sound. Listen, St. Martin went there for a wedding. Allegedly. I went there <laughs> to witness a covenant. Right? Amen. We love covenants. We love marriage covenants. Facts. Okay. It's super dope. Sorry, I get talking a little loud. No, but no, it was awesome, man. I got to see some work friends I hadn't seen in a little while. Mm. That water was out of control. It was beautiful, man. But You went in the water? A little sun, You went swimming? So, no, nah, I don't in the pools. I don't go swimming in the ocean. Yo, this guy is so weird. <laughs> Why you don't go swimming in the ocean? You I'm go scared of sharks. <sighs> what? Wait, tell me. But you if could, I was getting eaten by a shark, you an would you bear my burden? Ain't you an animal? Would doctor? you bear my burden and jump out that boat and save me? I thought you was the shark whisperer. You could <laughs> Which one of y'all would bear my burden if you see the shark coming at me? Wait, Yo, so, you don't, come... so you don't go to the beach? You don't go in I the water? I go to the beach when I'm on vacation in a pretty area. I'm not going to the beach. So St. Martin's was in Brooklyn. No, no, I'm talking about St. You was in St. Martin. And I said I was at the beach. Did you go in the water? I went in the water to about my, my waist, but that's oh. about it. I, I don't know how to swim. Oh, okay, like, okay. But you, you said I ain't going to the water because of sharks. I don't swim in the water. If I can make a quick getaway, I'm going to do that. So that's why I'm always at my knees or my waist. 
But you mm. you won't see filthy. You think you'll frolicking. be able to outrun the shop? <laughs> you won't see filthy frolicking. Don't the shark be in, in like deep the water. deep water? Yeah, that's yeah, what but there could be shallow sharks yeah, too, bro. Guy, they come up guy. to get you. You ever seen those um, killer whales that come onto the, the beach to snatch up something and then they take them back? Really? Yo, yeah. killer, aren't they, yo, I'm aren't they like the nice ones? Whales. Aren't they? Aren't you they like really nice? Yo, killer whales are the smartest creatures, bro. They literally. I can tell you, nah, I can't go into that right now, but just watch some killer whales hunt and you'll see like just this, the, the brains that God has given these animals is out of control. Yo, Mike, man. What's up, man? How you been, man? Right. How's that Grenada flex? Ooh. It was relaxing. Ooh. Huh? He's out there I for what? Tw- 12 days? Nah, not right. 12 days? Did, almost, you, did you do the limbo also? I got responsibility. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We almost, we almost missed the episode because of this guy, man. Nah, baby. It's all good, man. Out there island hopping. Where you went? Word to Karakou? Karakou? Yeah, Karakou. Karakou? Grenada. Ain't nothing crazy. Yo, yo, you had like, some bacon up, bacon tallfish? All that stuff. What? All that, all that good stuff. Fish. Um, Does it taste different? Conch, conch is, the, is the island's like main thing. Conch and uh, a nutmeg. So everything was nutmeg. Nutmeg. Nutmeg is the islands, the spice of that island. Uh huh. I think it's on the flag. The nutmeg. Really? So the vibe was peaceful, quiet. Yo, relaxing. That's what I went there for, dog. You got, you got, yeah. Yeah, them shit is. Jeez. The, the, I like the people. The people are nice and calm. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's like even when you go to Calico, the island is. There's not a lot of people on the island. There's not much going on. It's it's relaxing. Yeah, be. I used to hang out with Grenade and. In college, they weren't calm. They drink, <laughs> they drink though. They party. Yeah, they, I mean, they they chill. I, they don't they don't party. Like it's not. I, I don't I don't see them as party party, but they they chill. Nah, yeah, the guys I, I used to I, hang yo, out with. I lived with them for three party. years, doggy. They chill. Y'all know I went to school out there. They chill. Oh yeah, yeah, They're yeah. More chill. Than yeah, yeah, yeah. Be yeah. like the They're island like is tri- very calm. Trini. They're not oh. like Trini. Oh, no, Trini. Yeah, Trini. 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 Trini's party. Yeah, Finny party, but Grenadians party can't over. <laughs> <laughs> More fire. The beach, the beach, the beach was nice. The beaches in um, Calico was nice. There's a beach called Paradise Island. It's nice and calm. The water there is calm. Grenada, Grenada. It was, it was. I went there to relax, B. Soak Damn. up some sun. How long was the flight? Four. Four hours, I think four and a half hours, something like that. Between four and four yeah, and a half you, hours. You had a direct flight, right? Yeah, direct. Yeah, it's about That's the only way to fly, okay. If you lay over, it defeats the purpose of vacation. It's wasting dude. people time, man. Huh? Them layovers wasting people time. Yeah, That's yeah. A, it yo, takes a day. Up. Yeah, you lay over, you waste the whole day. That's your whole day gone. Yo, and they charge you more to get on another plane than a direct flight a lot of the times, which you know, makes no sense to me. And I, f- and I flew JetBlue. JetBlue's the only way to fly. I'm convinced after this flight, dog. JetBlue, you can't fly nothing else, B. You fly something yeah. else, it's kind of like... And pay for the upgrade, B. Trust me, just do it for your knees. Dog. Do it for your back. Dog. I did it. Especially as you get older. Dog, do it for your knees. Do it for your back. Do it for your peace of mind, B. Crazy space. Just just pay that little, whatever, $100, $75, whatever it is. Pay for the upgrade, B. It's worth it. Yeah, it's worth it. And that's it, man. It was nice and relaxed, relaxed. Put All your right. toes in the sand, soak up the sun, drink some coconut water. What is it, jet ski pappy? Nah, nah, speedboat. Speedboat pappy. Speedboat, speedboat, speedboat. <laughs> speedboat. 
Uh, it's people poppy in the building. Yeah, we yeah, got yeah, 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 yeah. We got filthy to my right. We got Ralph P to my far right. I haven't done introductions in a while. No, you did the last episode. The people know who we are. Really. I know, but you know, I've been slacking this season, and this is the this is the last chapter of this. And now you want to be responsible. <laughs> You want to be responsible now? Hmm. Whose pictures you liking, Ash? Your doggy, I'm checking what sneakers are coming out. <laughs> <laughs> they got these sevens coming out. That are People crazy. watching your sneakers, baby. People watching your Word sneakers. Up. You man. see they commenting about Word your sneakers. Up. Now no, you're under pressure. They said Mike sneakers. This guy bought five new pair of sneakers since that comment. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get into chapter 16, the last chapter. Last week. What we kick? What we kicking about? What What was Paul? What was Paul telling us? Unity. 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 Bear with the weaker Christians, the immature Christians. Bearing each other's burdens. Glorifying liberty. God together. Love being infused in liberty, or it's not liberty. Mm. What you said? Glorifying. Yeah, glorifying God together. You know, Jews, right. Gentiles. You know, the purpose of Christ coming. It says that uh, he was a servant to the circumcision for the truth of God to confirm the promises made to the fathers. You know, he's talking to the Jews and that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. Mm -hmm. So it was to, you know, bring unity amongst the Jews and the Gentiles, because at the end of the day, it's all to the glory of God and it's all to glorify his name. So that plan of God that was predestined, that was foreordained, that the prophets even spoke about unity between the Jews and Gentiles. Paul himself is talking about that, you know, mm -hmm. um, right above what you read, right? Like verses six, five, and six, he's talking about coming together in one mind and right. The fruit of that, what's going to come out of that, what's going to manifest out of, you know, saints coming together is glorifying God, is worship, like true worship is going to come out of that. So it's, it's dope how, you know, that's juxtaposed with what Paul is saying about the plan of God. The plan of God was always unity with everybody. And Paul is talking about the body of Christ, like, hey guys, I know you have liberty, but, you know, the point is for us to be harmonious because mm. that's when God is glorified, all right? And the yeah. bigger plan is to glorify God with mm -hmm. the salvation of the Jews first and then the Gentiles. So mm -hmm. all of it tied tie together with just, just unity, right? Mm -hmm. So that was dope. And Paul also spoke about why he wrote, you know, why he was writing to the, the church in Rome and understanding that they were, you know, they had this, this moral quality that was good and they were knowledgeable and... You know, with, with having those things, that goodness and the knowledge that they were fit to admonish each other, to correct each other. You know what I'm saying? So he wasn't writing he wasn't writing them from a position of, you know, when you compare it to the other letters, like, oh, you guys are messing up. I need to write you this so you can figure this out. He wasn't doing that. He was like, yo, this is this is a ministry that God has given me, and he was able to boast in that. Um so that he can glorify Christ. Because all the stuff that he did, he was like, I didn't do it. These weren't my, my yeah. deeds and my words. This was the Holy Spirit uh, working through me. And, you know, 
glorifying God in that, which was dope. Um, you know, and, and he spoke about uh, wanting to come come to visit them, coming to spend time with them. Um, and that's where we finished off. Yeah. Huh? Any other thoughts? Last chapter, man. I might cry tonight. <laughs> Love this book. All right, so uh, let's go to 16. And I must confess, I did not read chapter 16. You're about to read it now. I'm about to read it now. Matter of fact, let me read. Ange. Ange, taking a break today. You want to take take the time? Here's here's the time. I got the timer going. We don't need the timer. (laughs) Go ahead. Nah, I'm joking. So let's go what? One to what? One. One and two? Yeah, one and two. Yeah, one and two. I commend to you Phoebe, our sister, who is a servant of the church in Centria. That's why I didn't want to read. <laughs> that you may receive her in the Lord in a manner worthy of the saints and assist her in whatever business she has need of you. For indeed, she has been a helper of many and of myself also. Mm-hmm. So that's where you got your daughter's name from? Yes. Is it for real? Oh. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. So uh, shout out to Phoebe. Shout out to Phoebe. That's why I like this uh, <laughs> this verse right here. Yeah. To remind me. My uh, my little well, Phoebe. I, I, I want to start a little bit of trouble. Go ahead. You know what Filthy does. Start so trouble. obviously one of the biggest hot topics in Christianity is female pastors. Right? That's one of the things that causes disunity in the body, uh, multiple camps. And we all know what it says in in Timothy about um, Paul not allowing women to be um, in leadership positions. But some people I have spoken to will use these verses here because the word servant also means deacon. Mm-hmm. And in today's society, people see deacons as leaders in churches where the actual word just means servant, right? Mm-hmm. So they will use this to say that, oh, if Phoebe was a deacon, she was a leader in the church, which meant she, she must have been a leader of men. And that's not what it says here. And I, just, I think what we, the first thing we need to realize is how important women are in the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Women are extremely important and we couldn't do things without them so it's not as if you know there there are also certain you know men who have been belittling women for for hundreds of years you know and and it has given some people a bad reputation christianity but um it's just one thing that i see here that and and what i what comes to my mind is is this saying that she's a leader of men you know and that's the question that that i ask you know, what you guys see, because there are obviously, there may be female pastors watching and, and just to be, you know, full disclosure or whatever it is, I think the Bible's clear that women cannot be pastors or leaders, teachers over men. It says it. Mm -hmm. Do I not, do I associate with female pastors? I do. I think they love the Lord. I think that God uses them, but I think that they are living 
disobedient to what the word is saying. And that's between them and that's between God. Um, but I do err on the, what Paul says in Timothy about women not being leaders in churches. That doesn't mean that they're not important. That doesn't mean that God doesn't use them. Right. But it's just a question I have. Hmm. Uh, I don't see how you could extrapolate what you said, said from, from those two verses. Yes. So if somebody's yeah. using this to justify that, I'm like, nah, I'm not buying it. You're off. Um, but I agree with what the Bible says concerning women um, pastors. It says what it says. You can't get around it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Again, it's not it's not to devalue women. It's not. It's just no. what the Bible says, and I just believe it. And it's as simple as that. But yeah. this right here, it it just you know, Paul is is just shouting Phoebe out, saying she's been a tremendous help, and he's telling them like, yo, help her out, whatever she needs in her business. What was the business? It doesn't specify, but, you know, he's pretty much saying, hey, Phoebe's great. She's yeah. been a tremendous help. Help her out. If, yeah. you need, if she needs some help from you guys, help her out. That's receive all. It, yeah, receive it. That's all the it same says. Same way we just read in the previous chapter. But what just people will try to take anything from the Bible to prove their point. And, but if there is something obvious in the Bible, you always have to base it on that. You know what I mean? If there's something that's mysterious and you don't understand, but there's script, there's text that explains it a different way, you you, you have to go by what that says. Mm -hmm. And that's just why I just, I don't understand why it's such a hot topic and it's something that causes disunity amongst the body all the time. And I think that's one of the reasons why, because it causes disunity, because it yeah. causes confusion. Mm -hmm. And those seeds, right? We know who's who's the author of those things. Right. We know where that comes from. Right. So, listen, man. People use the Bible. Cults use the Bible, and there's tons of cults. So, yeah. listen, man. You could you you squeeze the Bible long enough, it'll it'll say what you wanted to say. Yeah, yeah. And you know you know what's the interesting thing is that a, yeah. a lot of a lot of people um, they say, oh, Paul was in that culture, and him using the First Timothy's about women can't be pastors. They say, oh, it's just chauvinistic and all these other things. And this actually, this verse speaks directly against that when you think about yeah, it. Exactly. Because during during that time, right, when you and one of the sayings like from from Caesar Augustus, this way to get to say I, about women that you can't live with them, you can't live without them. That was his whole take. Like, you know, women were second class citizens, right? Even a freeborn um, Roman woman citizens could not vote. They had no rights. And, you know, they had that whole list of like, okay, uh, you have a wife for children, then you have a mistress for pleasure, mm. and you have all these, you know, others for, to take care of the service. So it's like women were second class, they were mistreated, they were, uh, they were not seen as equal, mm -hmm. yeah. right, in value to a man. So they were really mistreated. And over here, we're seeing the greatest Roman, um, the greatest letter ever written. Mm. This was a treaty. You know, this is the this is like you know, like the Constitution, the greatest Constitution. Yeah. You know, people claim that this, like Roman, the Book of Romans, is like the Mount Everest of the Scriptures, right? This is, this is where we get doctrinal information, right? So this was so valuable. So and Paul didn't have a flash drive. He didn't have a backup hard copy. He didn't have an iCloud. He didn't have a a Mac computer. 
So he wrote this letter and he entrusted it to this woman, Phoebe. Mm -hmm. He entrusted to this woman to deliver it mm. to the church. Yep. It could have been easily stolen. She could have been robbed. She could have been beaten. Anything could have happened. He had no backup. So to show the value that he had, because usually when they you sending us a, a treatise like this, right? You give it to like, oh, you know, uh, 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 some special high ranking messenger, another man, you know, that mm -hmm. held some type of value or, you know, had some accolades or, you know, held a certain position. But to show you how much he valued this woman, where he says, yo, here's this letter yeah. and please hand deliver it to right. the church because this is so necessary to show you where Paul's heart was towards women. Exactly. You That's know what I'm saying? Point. So to show it just totally. I mean, the word says it right here. It says she was a sister, a servant, and a helper. Mm. It says it right here, B. Let's just stick to the word. That's why I'm <laughs> like, like you said, you could torture the scriptures and get yeah. uh, past it. The word says it right here. Phoebe was a sister, she was a servant of the church, and she was a helper of many, and myself also. Mm -hmm. That's what right. the word says. Yeah. Yo, people, let's just stick to the word of God. It's that simple. That's all I get out of it. I get yeah. out of exactly what the word says. <laughs> simple. Mm -hmm. All right, let's go on. Greet Priscilla and Aquila, my fellow workers in Christ Jesus, who risked their own necks for my life, to whom not only I give thanks but also all the churches of the Gentiles. Likewise, greet the church that is in their house. And just quickly, while we, why I brought that other, what people also say, Priscilla and Aquila, remember when they taught Apollos? Mm -hmm. They used that as well mm. as, oh, well, she taught Apollos the scripture. And I'm just bringing this up to tell you what these people say. Mm. I agree with what the Bible says here. And to me, it seems obvious, but there may be people listening that it's not obvious for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, it's just a topic that I like to talk about every now and then. But um, what's cool here is is we know that Priscilla and Aquila were like um, amazing workers for the Lord, right? They love the Lord. Mm -hmm. Now, what was the other husband and wife that you do not want to be associated with? If you could be a husband and wife, you would pick... Priscilla and Aquila. Right. Would you want to be like Ananias? Ananias is Sapphira. <laughs> Absolutely not. You know what I mean? That was a husband and wife duo that you should not strive to be like. You know what I mean? So right. you should always want to be the Priscilla, the Aquila, mm. the ones who take people in, who, who teach them the word together. And like to me that mm. that would be amazing, you know, uh, for me to to have a wife like that where we could just not only dissect the word together and love right. the word together, but also teach Mm -hmm. You know, the, our, our, our family members, our friends and things like that. That just seems awesome. And it says that they, you know, they put their own life in danger, right? Who mm -hmm. risked their own necks for my life going back to chapter 12, right? Where it says to present your bodies a living sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Holy. So, so they personified that just by what Paul is saying, where the actions that they took could have you know ended with them losing their life right so you see a personification of you know that section in chapter 12 presenting yourself regardless of you know what happens and what's awesome is that everywhere that they're mentioned in the bible it's together mm -hmm. right and 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 
that's that should be a, a goal, a marriage goal. You right, know what right. I mean? To have the oneness, to, that oneness, oneness to always be in unity and serving God together. Um, that's why it's so important, the person who you choose to marry. So, if you're out there and you're single, you know, pray about it, man. Just don't, don't, don't jump into that. Um, yeah, gotta jump into it prayerfully. Yeah, I like the fact that they had church in their house. Mm. That's, that's that's you know what I'm saying. Com- church compared to you know what we see church in now an arena with fifty gazillion people uh. in one spot. You know <laughs> you don't have to go to the big mega dome and to have church. You know I was having a conversation about that the other day. I don't I don't know if that's the model of church. No, it never no. was. You know what I'm saying? It was. I mean, church I don't know became how a business. It's, yeah. yeah. You know, church became a business. And, you know, not to say all big churches is like that. You know, there's plenty of big churches that sound doctrine, love the Lord. But, you know, in the beginning um, of the faith, that's how church was. It was home fellowships. Yeah. You know, so, you know, I like the fact that we, he gets a, we get a glimpse of that. He said, likewise, greet the church that is in their house. It's very specific. It wasn't just like greet the church that they're with. No, greet the church that's in their house to know that that home fellowship that they had in their house that was considered that was a church. church. Yeah, yeah. And th- that's how you learn, right? When you're sitting in a smaller group and you're able to ask questions, you're able to to just you know talk to each other instead of. And, and don't get me wrong, God uses the the method that we've been using for whatever amount of years, but it's different when you're just listening to someone. Then when you're in a circle and you're like, oh, what do you guys think about this? And then the Holy Spirit just makes someone else say, you know, talk about their testimony. And then it just brings a whole new light on it. So this this is this is tremendous. This is the way that it should be. Yeah. Um, just, yeah oh, no, I'd like to say I like it small because also that's the way you learn. But mm-hmm. that's the way you're held accountable. Yeah. You can't just mm-hmm. slip in and slip out. You, know, right. you go to a mega church, you could be missing for two months. Nobody will notice. Yeah, that's true. You in a, you know, you in a home fellowship type church, small church. You know what I'm saying? You missing for one Sunday, they on you. Mm. You know, so it keeps you, you know, accountable. That tight knit keeps you accountable right. to just right. be in fellowship. You know, be in prayer, be yeah. in the Lord. And you know, um, just saying that, piggybacking off of that, like if someone is in like in the a mega church, I think it's 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 um, imperative that. Um, they have a group of men or women that they have close fellowship with. Yeah. You know, at least, at least five or so people that they can constantly, you know, like you said, keep each other accountable. You know, you should be able to have friendships that are current, where like you know they know about your life, you know, deeply mm-hmm. and know what to pray for. You know, when you have you know troubles or things that's going through, you need to bounce ideas off. You're struggling with something or even if, you know, you're getting accolades at work, things that you could share with people that are close with you, mm. you know, it, it is so necessary. I think my, yeah. my greatest growth was just being with you men, you know, having men that I'm close with that I could talk to regularly, mm-hmm. pray with. Yeah. Like without that, you know, there is no growth, you know. So I, I think, you know, just to clarify, looking at the original churches, right? The yeah. churches in Acts, it doesn't mirror some of the churches we see now, right? You got churches with, you know, 30,000 people in there. Not to say that that's right. bad. Right. Because some of those churches are 
you have, you know, the pastor standing on that stage and he is doctrinally sound and he's preaching the word. But again, some of the dangers is that you could just lay in the cut and none of it affect you, right? Mm -hmm. Accountability, building real relationships. So it's great that if you are in a big church that you're able to complement it with small group Bible yeah. studies yeah. so that you could have that accountability so that you could have that, you know what I'm saying? You could build those fellowships. Cause yeah, it's easy. You sneak in, go to the satellite room, sit in the back, <laughs> sit the satellite room, you know, with dog. the big TV. And yep. then when it's done, you up and leave. It's yep. cause there's so many people there. Yep. It might be hard to, you know what I'm saying? To, and even the pastor, mm. like how are you tending to the, to the, the flock, flock, to the people. Do you know you? You can't possibly know thirty thousand people, twenty thousand people. Not at all. Logistically, it's just mm -hmm. it's it's very very hard, almost maybe impossible for that to happen. People coming in and out. You can't keep track of that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that's why when I again, like you said, the growth came in small settings, small groups, building a. a building a, a fellowship for right. actual real tangible relationships you know what i'm saying so that's just how i see it but again the lord could use a mega church to save souls not saying he can't no he does all the time not saying it's bad yep. i'm just saying this is new yeah and it's not what was happening in the scriptures yeah. and just you saying that and um paul literally reciting these people's names to show you how important relationship it's personal. is personal it's so personal yeah it's not random you know he's calling them name by name as we're going to go through all these names mm -hmm. how showing you that this he actually knew them and had intimate relationship with these people right. so they weren't just not numbers or just so people that come in and out just slide in and out like he labored with them he prayed with them you know <laughs> um yeah. wh wherever they went like he knew them right so th that's so important because that is the heart of God. The yeah. heart of God is always about relationship. Yeah. You know? So you didn't have to book an appointment to sit and talk with Paul. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yo. I'm just saying. I don't know how some people do it, honestly, B. So right. Saying, Listen, there's some places you got to book an appointment. So right. by the time you speak to the person, B, the problem... You might... can't even run up to him like, Yo, Security, you, get, you the, get the five you fingers get... of death. <laughs> right, yo, slow down. And they sh and they'll probably show you the <laughs> the matic. Oh, they'll show you the matic too. Why are you getting so close to pastor? What's wrong with you, man? You're taken down out here, dog. Yo, remember when we was in um, we was in Houston. No, we was in uh, Sugarland. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When we saw oh, oh the pastor who had the security, but yeah. that was the difference. It was a small church. Right. Pastor came out, you know, was talking, and there was this lady. <laughs> Lady this lady standing, in, just standing, standing, there. standing there and it was like at first it was like yo is that your you know thought wife. it was his wife yeah. like nah she was had the johns on her yeah she had she was like anybody act up anybody you picking up too yeah because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying texas used to you don't know a crazy might come in. i get it i understood that right, right. A crazy might come in but he was still talking to us he was you know, he was yeah, yeah he, just stood he was approachable just in case mm -hmm. he was approachable she didn't try to Restrain anybody, nah. 
But when you said that, it just it just brought that to mind. But yeah, she yeah, had the tuli on her. Yeah, the tuli. She was right like, "Yo, anybody, yo, <laughs> don't don't do that." Nah, but I think I think. <laughs> but you know, they, you know the church shootings. You know, you had church. No, shootings. and that's yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. in those states, obviously, you know, it's, it's anybody could carry. Oh, you gotta protect yourself. Yeah, man. That's why you know you gotta exercise your. Second Amendment Second rights. Second Amendment rights. Word up, brother. Act up. Right to bear arms. <laughs> act up. She was like, what? Her, her eyes said, act up. Act up. In the, in the name of Jesus. Give me a reason. We'll, we'll have a, a funeral for you. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, right here, right here. Your first day visiting. Right yeah, here. yeah. We don't have to go nowhere. We'll just do it one time. Put a sheet over your body. Bury you right in the here. back. <laughs> All right, man. Let's, let's, All right. Let's Greet move on. my beloved E. Penatus, who is the first fruits of Achaia to Christ. Greet Mary, who labored much for us. Greet Andronicus and Junia, my countrymen and my fellow prisoners, who are of note among the apostles, who also were in Christ before me. Greet Amplius, my beloved in the Lord. Greet Urbanus our fellow worker in Christ, and Stachys, my beloved. Greet Appels, approved in Christ. Greet those who are of the household of Aristobulus. Greet Herodian, my countryman. Greet those who are of the household of Narcissus, who are in the Lord. This Greet, is, should I keep going? Yeah. Hold um, hold on. I would. Yeah, yeah. This is so interesting. Like when you when you look at like for example, um, the the variety of people that he's 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 speaking of. Like for example, Amplius. That was a common name for a slave in the Roman Empire. So and you showing Paul is openly expressing his love for him, and then he goes to Aristobulus, who was known to be. I think he was the. He was probably. Uh, history shows that he was probably the grandson of, of Herod, you know, the Herod the Great, the one that ordered for uh, the the John children to, to be killed, oh, okay. you know, under two years old when Christ mm -hmm. was in the, so he was the grandson. So showing you how, how far the gospel went, it went to the slaves and it went to like the palace that, you know, the classless. Paul, Paul, yeah, <laughs> he went breaking all boundaries, mm -hmm. breaking all walls, you know, mm -hmm. that the gospel went through to everybody. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I I just I love I see the love that Paul had for his brothers and sisters in Christ. There was just this humility there. There's not that he's putting in you know, when he writes his letters, most of the time he says, Hey, I'm yeah. I'm called to be an apostle. He does it because you have to, right? Because you have to get know that the authority that God has given him. But other than that, he's like, yo, I love you. I, I desire to be with you. I've heard great things about you. And as Christians, we, I, I heard my pastor say a while back, and it just stuck with me, is that Christianity is the only religion where we shoot our wounded. You know what I mean? Do, do we love our brothers and sisters the way mm. that Paul loved them? Mm. And that's not even to go about the way that Jesus loves us. Mm. You know what I mean? But it's possible to, to have a deep and sincere, genuine love for all of our brothers and sisters. Yeah. It's possible. We see that here with these people that, that he's shouting out. Um, yeah. 12. Even that guy, Narcissus, that you mentioned, history shows that he was the secretary for Emperor Claudius. 
Like you couldn't come to the uh, Claudius unless you go through him. Mm. So that means that, and this guy got extremely wealthy because you had to. So people were paying him mm. just to go speak right. to the emperor. Mm. So not even this guy. So that means, you know, he was in the era of Claudius. He was so, and this man came to know Jesus Christ. Amen. <laughs> Amazing. Right. Verse 10 also says where it says, greet Apelles approved in Christ. The approved means tested. Yeah. You know what I mean? This this individual was tested. And the only way that you would know that is if you have an intimate relationship. If mm. you were able to talk to him about his struggles, about mm. what he's going through. You know what mm. I mean? And we have to be in the air, a shoulder for people to cry on sometimes. We right. have to just listen. And that's why, you know, you, you guys know my bro, brother Jodeci. Jo I, I laugh sometimes at church on, on Sundays where you always look and he's he's caught up for 20, 30 minutes, somebody just talking. Because he's just a tremendous listener. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And, and I, it, it convicts me sometimes because after a certain time, I'm like, all right, I got to go. You know, there's something that I make mm -hmm. up because I'm caught here. But it just mm -hmm. tells me that he knew what these guys were going through. He, was, mm -hmm. he had a relationship with these guys. And it's interesting the way Paul wrote that, right? Tested or approved. Mm -hmm. Imagine, you know, the way he just broke it down. Imagine the classes, right? You have the slave and then you have those that were probably owners of slaves. Mm -hmm. Now they're in a situation where Paul is talking about there has to be unity. Right? right? Yeah. So imagine the yo, this guy was this and mm -hmm. this person is this. You might be looking down at this person or you might be looking at this person with distrust because you're part of this class right. and you're the mm -hmm. oppressing class. Yeah. Towards the end of this book, Paul is trying to kill all of that. Right. Mm -hmm. Right? He was like, yo, there has to be unity. There has to be oneness. And if you understand, you know, the doctrines that he was laying out in the beginning of the book, you should be able to do that. Yeah. Right? Because you, now you're a new creature. Now you're born again. All these things are passed away. So that's why in one breath, he could name all these people. Right, because you guys are now part of the body of Christ, which is you know what I'm saying it's it's a dope picture. Like it doesn't matter what your background, you know what I'm saying. It doesn't matter how much money you have. Everybody's equal and the same at the foot of the cross. And read the book of Philemon, right? Mm. It's With mm. Onesimus, who was the runaway slave, right? Mm. And how he how Paul tells Philemon to receive him. <laughs> you know what? It, what it, it, it's just. They, and when you're a Christian, there are no classes. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? We are all one. We're all brothers and sisters, redeemed by the by the blood of Jesus Christ. And mm -hmm. it's, to me, I see that as just an army. There's an army of us that when we finally put down the pride that we have and when we come together as a unit and the world has to deal with a body of Christ who is unified, what? Bro, like the enemy, that's why he sold so many, you know, seeds of discord because he knows that if we were unified, forget about it. You know, so I really gonna, like, go ahead. no, I really like um, what you guys are saying because um, when you notice about the how there is no, he's looking for that unity. There's no difference. There's no separation between whether it be, you know, owner or slave or what have you. And you bring in the whole um, Philemon up. Showing you that when Paul was dealing, and he had great position, he was a great orator. 
he wasn't standing in front of Roman government like when he was standing before these men like Felix or before the emperor and all these you know, like he wasn't trying to dismantle the social fabric of the of the of the world right he wasn't trying to hey this is wrong what you're doing the, the way you're oppressing these guys he wasn't trying to overthrow or you pinned the way the culture was at that moment social justice he was not doing any social justice he wasn't fighting for that he was like i came to deal with the souls because that's what god cares about you have the, to be born again you have yeah. to be born again no matter what because this structure this cultural thing is gonna is gonna it's probably gonna go just like anything it's gonna change go you wax and wane up and down you can't change it's the world mm -hmm. this is the world that we live in but What's important is the souls Amen. in the world. Amen. That's what we got to deal with. Not the social cultural fabric, but humanity, the Amen. souls. That's what's important. We, we spoke about it. We spoke about, you know, you're getting a new culture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to get a new culture and that's the culture from heaven. Yeah. It has nothing to do with anything down here. Right. Absolutely nothing. So, um, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead yeah. So verse 12 says, Greet Tryphena and Tryphosa, who have labored in the Lord. Greet the beloved Persis, who labored much in the Lord. Greet Rufus, chosen in the Lord, and his mother and mine. Mm. Greet Asyncritus, Phlegon, Hermes, Patrobus, Hermes, and the brethren who are with them. Greet Phi... Philologus and Julia, Nereus and his and his sister, and Olympus, and all the saints who are with them, greet one another with a holy kiss. The churches of Christ greet you. Mm. Mm -hmm. You know what? And this is so wonderful in terms of like as we're speaking of all these different classes, different cultures, all these people getting you know getting saved. And I think the the greatest thing with bringing this unity is that I think this is what Christ was talking about when he said, greater works you will do. Mm. You know, because when Christ came, all right, he was local in Jerusalem, in Israel, and those he shared with, you know, he had the 12 disciples, you know, um, that followed him and the, the few that believed in him, all right? But he says, after I go, y'all guys going to do greater works. And we see a picture of the greater works through Paul and the disciples where they were able to reach so far and wide, mm, you know, so yeah. many, so many souls got saved. And yeah. that is the greatest work, the work of redemption. That is the greatest yeah, so thing, not the, the miracles. Yeah. yeah. Not the miracles of the eyes. Be, I mean, blind being able to see or the cripple walking is that a person that was dead headed to hell, you know, now becomes born again, filled mm. with the Holy spirit headed to heaven. Yes. That is the greatest work the greatest ever. There is. And Paul was a part of that, and we are a part of that. Mm -hmm. How do you think these people felt reading this? Having their, their name shouted out. Yeah, they felt like um, your favorite artist at the Grammys. <laughs> or the Oscars. My favorite, my favorite artist at the Grammys? Yeah, like when you're watching your yeah. favorite musical artist at the yeah. Grammys, and they'd be like, yo, they won the Grammy, and they'd be like, yo, shout out, such and such, such, such. Shout out, bum, 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 bum. They shouting out. That's for Paul. Nah, yeah. 
nah, I'm nah, telling nah. you, dog. That's how they felt. Get out of here. You don't. You never had. You never had somebody win a Grammy, so you don't know. <laughs> can, can we keep it spiritual, bro? Can we that's, no. These but, people are huddled around, right? While this is being read to them. What I'm trying to show you is this. Like in the world that we live in, everybody always waits for that. You watch the Grammys, you watch the Oscar, you watch these people accepting speech to see who they're going to shout out, who they're going to thank for this great work that they're doing. And you're seeing Paul shout out the greatest work that was ever done, B. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? This man is the one who brought the gospel to the whole world. He was the minister of the gospel. And these are the people that helped him do it. So that's why this is like, you're watching the shout outs of like the greatest award. You understand what I'm saying? This was the greatest reward that Paul cut. Like, you're talking about on this earth, on dealing with mankind, like you'll be. This man was entrusted to deal with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm. And yo, and that's all I could picture because, you know, growing up, that's what you saw. You know, you see your favorite artist, you see your favorite actor, and they shouting everybody out, boom, 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 boom. But I'm looking at this, I'm like, yo, this is the one that's it, that comes from eternity, bro. Like, these people are forever cemented in eternity mm. you know what i'm saying so that's how i look at it like like you said like the the to hear their names is like yo dog the lord sees it you know what i'm saying and that's why you know i'm seeing even to somebody else you might look at it like oh we're reading names we're reading names but nah bro in the eyes of god bro dog this is for eternity yeah exactly. this was the greatest work that was ever done be preaching the gospel of to, god to have your name written like you said yeah all, this will never die. This will never die, you know bro. And to have your name written, like I could just see the encouragement, you know, in these people that would make them want to serve God even more. You know what I mean? And that's what it's all about when we edify mm. our brothers and sisters, even if it's something simple that they do, bro. You clean the bathroom better than anybody I've ever seen. Yo, that will encourage people. You know what I mean? And just give a good word. The one thing that. In, in verse six, 16, this one's for the ladies, single ladies in the church. Don't let these single dudes think that they could just come up to you and give you holy kisses. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, After all some, of that you read, all you was thinking about the is church. the holy I'm look, kiss? I'm looking out for the, for the ladies, the single ladies, because there be some creeps in these streets. So don't be like, yo, it's biblical, it's biblical sis, for me to give you a holy kiss. He blasted Come. me about my Grammy talk. Come over here, baby. Let me give you. <laughs> Yo, the bird says I can give you a holy kiss. Let me give you a holy kiss. Let me give you. <laughs> you, you Come on, baby. Let me, let me make it a double. <laughs> <laughs> baby, you, for it. you didn't read Woman sixteen. <laughs> holy kiss. Come. Yeah. He said lips. You see lips. <laughs> Yeah, let's go seventeen. But you know what's 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 the, the the greatest book that you would want your name written in? The book of life. Lamb's book of life. Mm. Oh yeah. Uh, seventeen to twenty twenty. Now I urge you, brethren, note those who cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you learned, and avoid them. For those who are such do not serve our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly. And by smooth words and flattering speech, deceive the hearts of the simple. For your obedience has become known to all. Therefore, I am glad on your behalf, but I want you to be wise in what is good and simple concerning evil. And the God of peace will crush Satan 
under your feet shortly. The mm. grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. I like this section, man. Mm. Paul lays it out simply, right? And he says, take note of those who cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you learn and avoid those people. So if somebody's talking about something that's contrary to what the word of God is saying and it's causing division, take note not to be around those people. Mm. Avoid them. You see, but y'all got on me for shouting people out last week. Right? Was it last week? Yeah, last week. You know what I'm saying? Mm. <laughs> yeah, but I'm we don't saying. know. I'm just saying. We don't know. Oh, we oh I know that what their doctrine is. I, I've studied them. Trust me. And it tells you that those are such do not serve our Lord Jesus. So if they're not serving the Lord Jesus Christ, who are they serving? Mm. Their own belly. They're serving their belly? That's what it well, says. They're, they're Satan. Because it's the discord we talked about. That's that's and that's and that's what it says, you know, it says and uh for those and by smooth words and flattering speech deceive mm. the hearts of the simple. Simple. Yes. It's listen, man, you have to be careful. Right. Because the words are smooth and they're flattering. Right up. But if you don't know the word word of God, you're not gonna know whether what the stuff that they're saying is contrary. But one of the signs is that it causes division. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yo, why is what you're saying causing division? Mm -hmm. How could it be, you know what I'm saying? How yeah. could it be? Paul is talking about unity. And now he gives you the contrast. Like, yo, nah, the stuff that they're going to say is going to cause division. Right. And then when you get into it, you'll see, wait a minute, the stuff that you're saying is contrary to what God is saying. And Paul is like, yo, avoid those people. Avoid that. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's and 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 you you see that all the time. All these different uh, false religions, these false doctrines, like um, prosperity gospel, the word of faith movement. You know all these things. And and you see, like for example, these prosperity. The it's usually the people that are top at the top are filthy rich. I mean, I've seen quotes, um, statistics showing like some of the, these people in the prosperity gospel where these men the they're worth $760 million. There's a dude somewhere, I think, in Brazil who want to pass it like a billion dollars. Five private jets. And, I mean, wow. they're teaching this prosperity thing and people are going and giving all, and who's, you know, mm -hmm. reaping all the benefits. It's the person at the top. Mm -hmm. While the rest of the, the, the sheep is being fleeced. The, the simple. The, the hearts simple, of the simple. Totally, yeah. you know, and the word of faith, name it and claim it. Like, you, you're never going to be sick. Until you're sick and dying, right? Yeah. You know, you're never going to be uh, poor until you're broke because you gave all your money to this person. So you see and all just the, the spirit of, of tolerance, mm -hmm. where you like just tolerate anything. And now you have churches that are extremely liberal, you know? Um, mm. And like you said, avoid, avoid that. Mm. Avoid it at all costs. Yeah. And to what you said, right? You see the, um, Paul says, but I want, but I want you to be wise, right? And the God of peace will crush Satan, right? So now you you seeing the source of it uh -huh. under your feet shortly. 
So God will be doing the right. crushing. Right. Right. Our job is to avoid it and continue doing what we're supposed to do. Right. In harmony and unity, glorifying God, preaching the word, spreading the gospel of God. When you see those people, you know, take note to avoid them. And let God, God will do the crushing. But it's interesting how he says it will happen under your feet. Yeah. Will crush Satan under your feet. Yeah. It's like if it would have said he will crush Satan under his feet, meaning Jesus, but he will use us as the vessels for our obedience to him, right? I'm assuming that's what that means. We're his body. Yeah. So he he uses us. And the God of peace will crush Satan. I mean, regardless of Mm. where it happens... The fact that it's going to happen. That's the reassurance. Is, is, yeah. yeah. It, and it goes back to the previous chapter. The hope that right. we have. In, patience. In God, the patience. Yeah. He's like, he basically tell you, be patient. Mm-hmm. Because Satan will be destroyed. Satan will lose. He will be crushed. And, um, and that is only when you, when you trust in the Lord, develop that intimacy with him. Only when that happens, will you be able to have the patience to see this through. And that's the thing. Sometimes you get, you can get so caught up in trying to fight, fight, fight. There's a whole bunch of people that's not going to get the message that you could have had the opportunity to spread the gospel. Mm. That's why I like what Paul kind of said. He was like, yo, I wanted to get to y'all, but I had to hit all these areas first. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I wanted to hit every, he was so locked in to spreading the gospel. Right, the ministry that he was given, he was so locked into doing that that he understood the purpose and the mission. Um, hmm. And and again, there's some people that the Lord will put it in their hearts to combat certain things, and He'll raise up those yeah. warriors to fight. Yep, yep. But generally, as a whole, I think the the mission is to spread the gospel and glorify God. Always, oh, that's you the know what I'm saying. And it's always, yo, avoid this, avoid that. He even says amongst y'all, avoid these non-essential arguments and be in unity. So the the point is to always move forward. The Lord will raise up warriors for specific things and he'll empower them through the power of the Holy Spirit to just shut that whole thing down. People that are geniuses and just filled with, you know, a gift of knowledge and they're able to break it down and just expose the lies. But generally... Yo, dog, spread the word. You know, I like the way you said that that God will raise up people in specific areas with knowledge. Like when he says, like, if I am glad on behalf, but I want you to be wise in what is good and simple concerning evil. Like I think of like what is good, um, that, that w- that's what we should be searching for, right? This is what we should be exploring. Exploration of what's good, what's, what's in the word, yeah. the truth of God, yeah. the scriptures. Like stick to that. Right. And, and you notice that, um, like you said, there are people that were like, for example, there's a couple of guys I follow, um, like David Wood, you know, he knows a lot about the Muslim faith. So that like the Lord raised him up. And yeah. there's a lot of people that got raised out of like the Muslim religion and mm-hmm. they know the Quran and they could break it down. They show you. So it's like we don't have to go digging and try to learn these these things stick to like, you know, the gospel people that's, you know, 
Stick to that. There's people that God raises up. There's people right. that got saved out of Jehovah Witness. People that got saved out of Black Hebrew Israelites. You know, there's tons. There's a good bunch of guys that G-Man. we listen to. G man, you know, shout out, <laughs> shout out, G-Man. you know, you know, Shield <laughs> um, sh- um, Squad, Shield Squad, or you know, all these guys, you know, um, and these and God raises them out. You yep. know, like like I've learned a lot about evolution, being in the science field. Like the Lord taught me in these things on how to like be able to you know, use apologetics to answer these scientific questions. So it's like the Lord will use each piece. So you don't have to dig. And that's, and I, and I say this when it says, um, be wise in what is good and simple concerning evil. Yeah. Evil is evil. Don't go and explore it. Don't yeah. go digging. You know, it's very easy for people to fall into these conspiracies and technology you go digging on the internet. Oh, I heard about. And you're not you know, in this rabbit hole. Yeah, you go to the rabbit hole. Yeah, you know the. And then you lose Freemasons and, and this you thing. Lose your faith. Yeah, exactly. Like yo, stick to the word. Or you lose your course, right? When it comes right. to evil, let it be shallow. Yeah, this exactly. is bad. That's it. Right. It's simple though. Yeah. It's, like be simple, but be like you said, be good. You know what I'm saying? Go into the deep part when it comes to the word of God. That's right. You don't need to know about every single. Break down for every single thing and go to, right. So when you gotta have time to study the word <laughs> and spread the gospel, to, you're not gonna have to be time. Wise and what's good. Exactly. You're not gonna have time. You know what I'm saying? Right. But that's that's a dope point. All right, Ange. Let's close it out. Okay. Timothy, my fellow worker and Lucius. Wait, yeah. Timothy, my fellow worker, and Lucius, Jason, and Sosipater, my countrymen, greet you. I, Tertius, who wrote this epistle, greet you in the Lord. Gaius, my host, and the host of the whole church, greets you. Erastus, the treasurer of the city, greets you. And Cortus, a brother, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Now to him who is able to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, According to the revelation of the mystery kept secret since the world began, but now made manifest, and by the prophetic scriptures made known to all nations, according to the commandment of the everlasting God, for obedience to the faith, to God alone wise, be glory through Jesus Christ forever. Amen. Mm. Amen. Amen. Bro. Mm. Oof. This is the scriptures is prophetic. Yo, God is everlasting. Mm. It says God alone is wise, nice. B. Yo, Doug. Only God, B. God alone is wise, B. Yeah. And why that hit me so much is because everybody think they know. <laughs> everybody yeah. think they know something about something and it's just like we're in an age because of technology. Everybody could just talk and express right. what how they feel, express that they got some knowledge, like they deep, they know all these subjects. Everybody think they know. Everybody think they so deep. And the scripture says only God is wise, B. That's right. God alone is wise. I like the way they put it. You know what I'm saying? God alone, like him alone. <laughs> Singular dog There's nobody That's why he said I look to the left I look to the right Ain't nobody besides me B. Amen <laughs> God alone Is wise B. The benedict What does benediction mean Right That's like blessing, blessing. God mm-hmm. And look He's like To him 
who is able to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ. According to the revelation, right? This revealing that was kept secret from the beginning, from the beginning of the world, from before the world began. But now it's revealed. How was it revealed? Because God made a commandment for it to get That's revealed. It. Y'all wouldn't have known. Y'all would have never found You would have never, because it was a secret. <laughs> and if God says it's a secret, it's going to stay a secret. It's not y'all's secret that be yeah. leaking. Yeah, right I mean, up. if God says this is a secret, yeah. you're not going to find out until he makes it manifest. Yeah. And it was by a command. He was like, yo, mm. let him know. Yeah. Right? Mm. And then the everlasting God made that commandment Right, so that this could be revealed, so that you could have obedience to the faith, and this faith is what's going to save you. That's going to give you life, so that when the the age of man comes to an end, and the everlasting God, you could continue on in the age of God. Yep. And that's the age that's never going to end. That's the age that's going to be everlasting. everlasting. Man's time, the age of man is going to come to an end. It's going to expire. <laughs> and if you're still under that Adamic nature, if you're still in the darkness, if you're still dead with no life in you, you're going to spend eternity in hell. Mm. That's it. And I love the fact that that's what separates the scriptures from any word that you've ever read or, mm. or heard on planet Earth. Dog, it's prophetic. That's right. That's what separates God's word from everything else, dog. Right. God's word is prophetic, B. He sees the beginning from the end. Nobody else can say that. Nobody else sees that. You know, that's what separates the Bible from the Quran, oh, from any oh, other trust. book. You know what I'm saying? Whatever book you want to pull out, whatever religion you want to put out, what separates the word of God from every other word, dog, his word is prophetic. When he says it, it's going to happen. And I'm going to let you know. Do something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to see when, when when the Lord be flexing. He be like, yo, dude, this is what's going to happen. It's not even about... Do something. It's not even about... Uh, let's, let's even look at prophetic. Dog, you can't even find out the secret. Like I had it under lock and key. Like no matter how, yo, B, when you go through history, you know man's been searching for the meaning of life, for the meaning of God. Mm -hmm. B, this is not new. This is from since Babylon. This is from since Egypt. This is from since, you know what I mean? From since the beginning of the time, man is always, yo, B, this gospel was kept secret. And like you said, until it was time to be revealed. But the crazy thing is, it's almost like it was kept secret in plain sight. Of course. Because yeah. then Paul starts... Showing you where it was yes, in, the in the Old Testament, but you right. couldn't see it because the Lord veiled didn't, it. he veiled it. He was like, yo, it's not time for it to be revealed, but he revealed it. And every, now we're living in a time where everybody has access. That's why it says made, to, and that's why I wanted to say, it says prophetic scriptures made known to all nations. Well, yep. Because you have Ooh. certain nationalities that stick to one religion. Right. That stick to worshiping once, you know, certain gods, like mm -hmm. in India, Middle East. Right. You know, they're like, oh, this is our, you know, this is our nationality. This is our God. You'll be, nobody's going to have excuse on that day. Right. So that line is more true today than it was when Paul wrote it. Yeah. Right. To yeah. all nations. Now, when you're dealing with technology, right. when you're dealing with, you know, internet, when you're dealing with translations of 
the word of God. Evangelists. Everything is able to go out mm. so quickly to people. And, you know, even this podcast, somebody could find it in wherever and they're able to get edified. Mm. It's going to go out to everybody. And you just got to have to deal with it. One thing I... Eternal word. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, you're going to have to just deal like, with it, to edify just a little bit, it's just obvious how much Paul loves each individual that was mentioned here. The great thing is that they're just they're normal people like me and you. Yep. Um, but the thing that differentiates some of them is how much they did for the Lord. Verse 12 says to greet Tryphena and Tryphosa who have labored in the Lord. But then it says greet the beloved Persis who labored much in the Lord. And as a Christian, when you meet God, wouldn't don't you want to say that you labored much for him? Not because <laughs> of the fact that you're going to mm. get treasures or not because, but have a heart that wants to put in work for the kingdom. And, um, and I'm telling you, you're going to be rewarded whether or not it's here or whether or not it's in all of eternity. But labor much for him. Because it, it's a reasonable service, man. And, That's um, what it is. And I, it. I just, I want to say that not to make people feel bad for not serving. Because if you're hearing this right now, you can go serve. But whatever it is, sweeping your church or vacuuming the floors, whatever it is, being a greeter, th those are so important. Can you imagine, imagine coming into a church and not feeling the love of Christ? You know, there, there are greeters who hug you and you feel the Holy Spirit. You know what I mean? So, guys, go out there and labor much for the Lord because the time is near. It's drawing near where you're not going to have the opportunity to labor for him anymore. But just to add to that, you know, I don't want people to think that you have to be in a church to labor. Right. Mm. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Get that from like God. laboring, you could be in your house, an old lady. It's just Watching listening listening to the Holy Spirit <laughs> and being obedient to the Holy Spirit. Right you know what I'm saying? Don't think that you have to have a position in the church yeah. No, yeah, for you to be true. laboring. Do the laundry. It's glorifying God. So you see the hamper getting full? <laughs> help the wife Listen, out, in, a, in a marriage. Word up. Help the wife you out. You can babe. labor in a marriage, yep. right? In a family, in all those settings, mm -hmm. at your job. Yep. You're in school. Yep. You could still labor so that you could work and glorify God. It's it's love, that right? That's the commandment. Love God, love your neighbor. Like you you know, and that that'll come out. And if you're in a body, right? You're responsible to, you know, the members of the body, loving your neighbor. If you're in the church, great opportunity for you to serve. If you're in a body, you could serve usher, whatever it is, cleaning Take the opportunity wherever you are, you know what I'm saying? And the Lord will continue to bless you and give you the increase. Um, labor. I like I like when he says, not to him who is able to establish you, according to my He's gospel. the only one. Able to establish. I think that whole thing, that when you look at the word, meaning is to make firm, to make stable, make fix. So it's like, this is what the gospel does. The preaching of Jesus Christ, the gospel can establish you and when you're thinking about in a world where we live in a world filled of chaos it's a sea of chaos every time you open the news every time you see tiktok anytime you see instagram you're just seeing nothing but random things crazy things in a world filled with chaos 
mm-hmm. and sin and destruction and like confusion. You know, everybody's going being tossed to and fro. The gospel can establish you and make you stable, you know, and make you think right. And I, the, the only picture I could think of every time I, when I read this, I think of the demoniac in the Gadarenes, you know, when he was, when he was railing and he was what, with thousands of demons possessed. And then after Jesus came and healed him and casted out all the demons, people came and found him sitting, clothed and in his right mind. And that's exactly how I see it was through the gospel that I was able to sit still, be stable, be fixed. I was clothed with the righteousness of Jesus, you know, in my right mind. So now I can think straight, you know, now I could think when it comes to political things going, you know, vacillating from, you know, when the pendulum swings far to the left or far to the right, I, yo, because of the gospel, we can sit firm right in the middle and we follow Jesus. You know, yeah. like this is what the gospel do to you. Because what does the wisdom of the world bring, right? Because people just say, oh, you got to have wisdom. And people just say that word. Like that's why I, I like when he, when he starts mentioning that like God alone is wise, right? So wisdom is not just wisdom just because I decree that it's wisdom, right? Mm-hmm. It's just, oh, have wisdom. What does that wisdom mean? The quality of the wisdom is that what it produces in the person. You know what I'm saying? Because the wisdom of this world brings what? Unholy people, unstable, right? Enslaved, covetous, materialistic, sexually immoral, um, self-destructive, superstitious, hypocritical, proud, selfish, violent. This is what the wisdom of this world brings. Mm. But the wisdom of God, what it produces in a person is holiness, peace, Mm. joy, Mm -hmm. love, you know, unity amongst the body. And this is what he's saying. This is what the gospel brings. And this is what he wants the church. He's like, this was the mystery of that Christ is going to come and save all nations and that there could be unity in this church and that there could be love Amen. and peace and stability. Nice. You might as well close this out in prayer, dog. What up? <laughs> yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Before he closes... Thank you for taking this journey with us. Oh, yeah, man. This is damn. This I forgot. Is, this is Romans is done. Hold on, hold on. We gonna come back. Yo, yo, we gotta wrap let's, up. Let's give the Bible a round of applause. <laughs> we gotta wrap up. <laughs> because God this ain't the deserves end. a round We gotta wrap applause. up. We gonna see y'all next week. We gotta wrap <laughs> up. See, it's the Bible. We need a standing ovation for all of eternity. The Bible is dope. Go ahead, bro. You don't need to pray. Oh, Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this book that you... Um, penned through uh, Paul. We thank you so much that you've um, kept it, you've preserved it for us, for our learning, for our teaching, for our justification, for our sanctification, Lord God. We thank you so very much. Lord, and we continue to ask you to continue to grow us and to strengthen us and to continue to bring us to unity, Lord, and to teach us how to love one another, how to forgive one another, how to repent to you, and to remove pride from our hearts, Lord God. Lord, and we thank you for all those who are listening, that they could come to to fall in love with your word and to cherish your word mm-hmm. and to love you and to love you, Jesus, for what you did on the cross on Calvary. Amen. For you just um, completely leaving eternity as God and to come as man so that you could remove our sins. We thank you for the death, burial, and resurrection the gospel that which we are saved by. And we thank you for revealing this mystery to us. So now it's no longer a mystery. It is clear cut and set in stone. 
for everyone to read. Lord God, we glorify you and we praise you, Father. And we cherish you for all that you have done for us. And we praise you in the mighty name of your son, Jesus. Amen. 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 It's a wrap.